What's up guys, your boy Jace. Welcome back to another episode of the If I Speak channel. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about growing up Asian and the responsibilities that we have. And in today's episode, we've got, my spe- we've got a special guest, Vanessa, on the line. Vanessa, do you want to say hello to everyone? Hi everyone. Hi listeners. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Because obviously my friends don't really know who you are at the moment. Do you want to yeah. int- give a little background um, about yourself? Yeah. I'm Vanessa. I was born in Birmingham, born and raised in Birmingham, Stetchford. And my parents are from Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, so Vanessa, obviously I wanted to speak about this topic with you specifically because when we had our conversations, I realised we're basically in two completely different spectrums of the yeah. scale. Um, basically, you was basically raised, born and raised in England, so mm-hmm. you're you're yeah. a British-born Chinese. I, I came here when I was three. Uh, my parents were first-generation immigrants, mm-hmm. and then what I realised throughout the conversation with uh, I had with you is that um, your parents. Do most of the work so do you want to talk about your upbringing how how, how your yeah. life was, how was like my upbringing was like very chilled compared to my other east asian friends yeah so like uh when it when it came to schooling and my education they were just like as long as you pass and you get at least c's that's fine what c's no a's i mean of course like they would like me to get a's but yeah. they weren't like strict about it Oh, so your parents was quite chill then, compared to like a typical, yeah, yeah, yeah. typical yeah. Asian parent. Like I didn't need after-school tutoring or anything. Oh, you didn't do that? No, never, never thought about it. Never spoke about it. Did Did you not? Did your parents not even like ask you to go? Did they? Because like I, I know typical no. Asian parents do that. Cause well, if if there were like after-school activities, then it was it, it would be my choice. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like they wouldn't like hire someone to to come to my house to teach me about maths or something. Yeah, because my my sisters they they had to go through that as well. And then talking about growing up Asian, what uh, what responsibilities did you have? <laughs> what responsibilities? Yeah. Like ah, uh, not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. Yeah. Even, even when it came to like um house chores like washing up my mom would be like oh just leave the plates by the side of the sink i'll do it for you that's crazy man what and my, by the way my mom is a house mom so she doesn't have a job or anything yeah. so being a house mom she does treat it like her job yeah but it made my life so so, so easy, chill so chill why can't so. my mom be like that so, <laughs> let's, let's talk about my, my upbringing and my life like i said i came to england when i was three um, my parents was first generation Im- uh, immigrants, mm. so when they first got here, they d- they didn't really know a word of English. So yeah. because of that, we had to <clears throat> do, but well, I had to do all the responsibilities like uh, documentation work yeah. for for as long as I remember, like age of age of five, six, seven. I was calling up like ee, pretend, not pretending to be with my dad, like speaking on my dad's behalf. Like yeah, I'm speaking on, on behalf of my dad because my dad don't know English, yeah. like stuff like that. I had to do that that stuff. I think you kind of saw yesterday as well with um, British Gas as well because British Gas called up my mom yesterday, okay, and then yeah. she just had to call me to to response or help help, help talk talk to the guy. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So when when you told me about you not having to do any of these work at the, I was I was surprised at first because because like, like I said um. A typical Asian. Yeah, that's true. It's it's the children that's doing all the work. Like yeah. I don't like with Asian my other Asian friends, it's it's the kids that's doing all the translation work, documentation work. Maybe it's good because my parents, like I said, my parents are first generation immigrants. Whereas your parents has already settled down here before having you in, in England. 
Yeah, they've settled down for a few years before having me in England. Yeah, yeah. So I assume your parents' English is quite good as well, then. Uh, my mum's English is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but my dad's English is is not very good. He when he speaks, he has like a strong Chinese accent, and he still doesn't know a lot of words. Yeah. But his English is okay for him to get around and yeah uh, talk over the phone to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously. I think for like with me, my responsibility is is even higher because I'm the eldest of the of of, of the oh, house yeah. basically. And are are you the youngest or? I'm the youngest. I only have one older brother. Yeah. But even still, he doesn't need he, to do. He a doesn't lot do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was surprised at first, and and then so when when you grow up, you say you grew up in Stetchford, right? Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, and describe that area. How was that area like? Oh, uh, Stetchford. is my like my home yeah kind of, i still kind of like see it as my home because when i dream i still my dreams are still from like me being in stetchford yeah um dream. Stetch what, what dreams do you have no just like if, if i dream about like i'm just like playing outside and it'll be like me still playing in, in my stetchford garden or something like um but yeah stetchford stetchford was a nice place for me yeah, it's kind of rough, but because that's what I grew up in, yeah. that's that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Like I'm, and I and my house was on the um the main street. It was yeah. on a busy road, so I'd see a lot of like groups of chavs all the time. And <laughs> as I got older, I kind of got used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got used to loud people just like yeah. walking by and stuff. So yeah, I would say like some people might see it as an area that's quite rough but for me i'm used to it right? yeah i don't i don't mind it that's that's really typical because like, let's say for even for us so we're if, if you guys don't know we're in the property market now and then we, our clients are mainly from hong kong they're really um self well they're really conscious yeah, of areas like yeah. these like they're like oh stetford so, i don't want to go there can we go to yeah. to more posh areas but i always say to them once you live in the uk and you're used to it, it it's yeah. not really that big of a deal like for, for us i grew up here i came here when i was free like i said i don't think stuff like this is a big deal as long as it's not you know you know gang affiliated areas I, I don't mind it. I don't think you mind it as well. I don't, no, don't I don't either. mind it. Like, if I were to purchase a house in Birmingham, I wouldn't just look for the the posh areas. Yeah, You know, yeah. like, Sully Hall and Sutton Cover, like, what people yeah. talk about. I, I wouldn't mind, like, renting or buying in other areas, like Stetford as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then did you move house a lot then or was no i just yeah. i I, you, I i feel like uh, you, you live in a different area now i, I don't know if you yeah. want to disclose where you live but you live in a different area yeah now, now i live in pipe Hayes, which yeah. is quite a nice area yeah compared to statford yeah it's quite new and i think that area um it's definitely like, an upgrade to set, an from up, statford it, let's, yeah. let's, let's just say that an upgrade to Stetford because the house is a lot nicer more quieter and i guess people would think that area is much more uh less rough That's yeah that way, yeah definitely rough. definitely so talking about like growing up in areas um let's talk about me because my situation uh when i grew up um when, when i first got here uh, we got here and then we, we lived in a council house well no mm. we start off with li living in nichols which is not the nicest area but i won't call it too rough either yeah i we, had my one of my best friends from school was from nichols yeah yeah we lived there for like two weeks and then we moved to an area called quinton which is it's okay it's okay it's not really rough but um i lived there for the for the longest of my childhood i think i lived there until uh, year seven uh so from age three to to year seven which is i think age 11 i lived in quinton and then we moved back to anichols for a couple of years and now yeah. finally we moved again to uh area called smethic 
How did you feel about Nichols? Nichols. Um. So the first time I lived there, so when when we first arrived from England and we we lived there for like two weeks. Yeah. I Like I said, I was young, so I didn't really have much memory of how that was like. I remember I broke my arm in nursery once. That I was I was three years old. I was climbing one of them slides. My my dumbass decided to jump off the slide and I broke my arm. I remember that because I my primary school well not my primary my nursery was literally right below my um high you know them white flat big white flats. In oh yeah yeah, yeah. I forgot what floor we lived in, but it was one of the high floors. Uh, floor eight I think. I I can't remember from my head like I said, but we saw we saw we saw our primary. I remember just looking out the window and missing school because I broke my arm. But then uh, we moved back to Nichols in year in year seven. Mm-hmm. Did I? Yeah, year seven. I moved back to Nichols. Is it because of uh, like being a council house as well? Do they move oh, you back no, and no, forth? Oh no, no, no. So the first time we went to Nichols, it was a council house, and then uh, we moved to Quinton, which was also a council house. Uh-huh. And then God bless, my dad managed to save up some money and bought a house in Nichols. Mm, so that's when good. we decided to move back to Nichols. I was quite excited. I can't lie to you. So it's like, like I said. My upbringing, I've always lived in like flats and houses. So yeah. I, I always wanted an upstairs room. Mm. I wanted a back garden, which my dad able to, was able to buy a house in Nichols. So I was quite excited to be yeah. back in Nichols. And then slowly I got I got into basketball, which which helped because like there was a park right next to my house, which had a basketball court, which is oh, really, cool. really rare in England. It's mostly like football fields. Yeah, that's yeah, So basketball courts are really rare in England. So that was a blessing. And then I got into basketball and met a lot of great people. So that was so great. And then uh, a few years later, my dad decided to buy an even bigger house. And then we now we're living in an area called Smethwick. Let me not disclose too much because I don't I don't need people finding me. But yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. So talking about growing up, how was school school like for you then? Uh, right. school life uh, I was really like chilled in school I wasn't a tryhard I wasn't a tryhard or anything yeah uh, and I I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself because yeah how about your parents did they give you much pressure as, nope, as, as nope, any good? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah you did mention you did mention <laughs> so what were your grades like do you want to discuss a little yeah, bit of your uh, grades? my grades my grade my grades were very average B's and C's, B's and C's. I don't oh, think okay. I got any A's I think I got like some distinctions in science or something yeah. but yeah very average grades and yeah. most of my friends had average grades as well which which school are you 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 at Tudor Grange right Tudor Grange is a uh, well, really it's popular called, school it's right called now. Tudor Grange now yeah. but when I went it was called City Technology College or King's Thirst Academy <laughs> it changed the names a few times yeah but I think um from last year it was it, it started to become Tudor Grange yeah, Tudor Green's a really popular school right now, as you know. Yeah, it's popular for our Hong Kong clients overseas. Let's not disclose too much about that. I don't know. I don't know if the boss is gonna be happy if we disclose too much about what we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think your best 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 subject was art, was it not? Because you said yeah. you like drawing, your and, and your extracurricular activities. Yeah, my favorite my favorite um subject was art, but I yeah. didn't take it for my GCSEs. Yeah. Because back then, I thought, mm, if I take art, then what are my career choices going to be after that? Yeah, just so an you, artist? I you don't still had that in mind when you when you decided what to pick for GCSEs, right? Yeah. So for like, G- uh, what, what, can, what can my yeah. future be? Like? Yeah, for, for, what can my that, future be? Yeah. That's basically what a typical Asian, well, I almost say typical Asian thing is. I think that's what everyone thinks. Because with me, like I said, everything was bang, 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 straight, straight away. So I was planning for my future even at a young age because of the things I've seen. Mm-hmm. So like, like I said, I've seen my parents come up from 
you know council houses to buying their own houses to buying a second house yeah. stuff like that so that's what I'm I'm grateful for everything our parents uh, did for me I was there from the from the very get-go some from the very start living in council houses because um like I said before I when in Quinton when we lived in a council house it was a three-bedroom council house we had to share it with three different families Damn. So that's crazy, bro. Like I had to share a room yeah. with my two, with my mom and dad and my little two little sisters. Was it so busy then? Like yeah, no privacy. I won't say no privacy, but no. At that time, I was really young. Oh, okay. I was really young, so I didn't really need my own room back then. Yeah. And then obviously, my dad decided to buy a house because I, I don't know. If, I won't say he had had enough, but obviously he had. He was fortunate enough to save up some money to buy a house to provide us with eat like each is sibling with yeah. a room that's what i'm really grateful Big up for. to your dad yeah shout out to my dad man <laughs> yeah so with with school with my school experience i wouldn't say i'm too what the, i don't know my school experience is funny because i'm i excel in some subjects and then i'm not really good at so i'm it averages out but then I'm, it's did, weird it's weird did you put a lot of pressure on yourself in school i didn't put a lot of pressure on myself but my parents did my definitely my parents definitely did because with typical asian parents they like to compare with oh, yeah, other asian yeah. kids so they was like oh how come blah 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 got a and then you, you only got a b what, what's going on i'm like <laughs> well, I, 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 I won't say i tried my best because i didn't try my best i did what i could but i was like I, I never really took education that serious if you know what i mean yeah me too yeah, yeah so my parents re- did give me some pressures like, why don't you get a do this do that do oh. this but then like i said i i had everything planned so with gcse so to speak i plan um when i chose my subjects i knew what i what my future career path was going to be because mm-hmm. i wanted to be in the financial industry like i think i told you before yeah. so from gcse i did business finance uh stuff like that that's kind of like the typical east asian kind of yeah subjects, law law degree law medicine stuff like that man so i did business and finance because i'm really i'm really I'm not, i won't say i'm really good i don't want to brag but i i was good with numbers mm. so i did that and then after getting to college i did also uh, i did um, business uh, finance and law and then when i finally got into uni i, I did finance investment so everything just it was a bridge so one thing to another straight away straight away so stuff like that and then i won't say i get uh well for maths i got a really high grade i got a which surprised wow. me because i kind of I, I feel like i struggled bro i like what the hell was going on you, I felt, you felt like you struggled you i didn't it. know what the hell was going on in the exam bro i didn't know what calculations i was typing in but somehow i got a, well, that's a flex, i don't though. know how to do that <laughs> but then um yeah so talking about school also uh-huh. But did you have to go Chinese school? Because that's, oh, yeah. that's something I had to go to. Yeah, I went to Chinese school for five years. I went um, once a week on Sundays. Yeah. But um, I wasn't very good uh, compared to my peers back then. Yeah. Um, I had the lowest grade in my class all the yeah. time. And that really, um, it, it really made me lose my motivation to carry on with my with yeah. my Chinese lessons because I had the lowest grade and I wasn't used to having the lowest grades in class like yeah back in my western school I had like pretty good grades yeah but like in Chinese school my grades were like terrible but I still passed but it was yeah. terrible it was the uh, lowest at what age did you start Chinese school then uh because I, I remember like that around five or something four, like, yeah so five. that was early because I, I remember when me I, I went Chinese school when, when I was like four so I came to England when I was three I went to Chinese school when, when I was four uh, and I remember sp- specifically because I was the only kid in that class that my mom was there 
every other Chinese kid, there was like, there was like 10, 11. So they was there by, them, by themselves. And I was there with my mom because I was so young. Aww. But at the same time, I'm grateful for everything that my parents did. Yeah. Because like, like, you know, like, you know, now, I'm not to brag, but my, my Chinese is okay, I guess. It's pretty good, especially like compared to me. Yeah. And then, good. and the thing is, we, when I went Chinese school, I studied Mandarin. Oh wow, Cantonese yeah. and Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, some of my friends did that. I was like, well, yeah, yeah. Well, well we, well, my parents mainly chose Mandarin because we're from the mainland, right? And okay. then Ma- Mandarin's the main language in the mainland. Obviously, you're from Hong Kong, so yeah. you probably studied Cantonese, I believe. Yeah, Cantonese. Yes. Yeah, and then obviously because because of my parents from Guangdong, they speak Cantonese as well as Mandarin, mm-hmm. so that allowed me to speak both Mandarin and Cantonese. So I'm fluent in both, luckily. And then I find like growing up, I finally seen. Everything, every, you know, everything your parents say is that we do this for you. You're gonna use it in the future. That they was right on that because, like now, the work, the job that I'm working, I'm basically, you know, talking to Chinese clients. Mm-hmm. And then if it was, I feel like if it wasn't for Chinese school that they put me through, I wouldn't, I'd be able to be here because I don't think, I don't think my boss, you know, I, let me not say his name, but I, but I don't think boss would want me here if I don't know how to speak Chinese to, to yeah, our clients. Yeah, because yeah, because all our clients are from Hong Kong. So yeah. Well, you would need someone. That can com- communicate well with, with them. Yeah, and then obviously, um, through, through in this job, I learned a lot. So shout out to my boss if you're listening. Shout out to you because um, you asked me a question the other day. What have you learned from uh, from this job? I actually, I said I learned a lot, bro. I wasn't joking about that. Obviously, I said I said that to you know, I said that to boss. I said I learned a lot from this job. <laughs> he wasn't happy with my answer because he wanted me me to be more specific. So what I learned from this job is that I know how to communicate with a Cantonese client better now. So I think I, I spoke to you this morning in regards yeah. to what I said. You got to say some say certain things to make make our clients feel more comfortable. Because uh-huh. let's say our clients are like like I said, they try to buy a house in England, yeah. and they're from Hong Kong, so they don't know the UK situation. You need to be able to explain it to them so that they are comfortable proceeding forward without coming here to see the property first mm-hmm. um obviously i knew cantonese back then but um working this job allowed me to expand on that so i know how to speak properly now mm-hmm. so i like i said I, this that's what yeah you're, like, I you're so fluent when i first met you i thought you're from hong kong or something yeah well what was your first impressions of me then when you first saw me walk in you walked in with swag, I remember. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how I just, that's how I uphold myself, innit? Anyway, can, yeah, can you expa- um, expand on that, please? I want to hear more. Yeah, you walked in with swag, you definitely had like a personality to you. Yeah. Um, And that, of course, makes sense because you're quite like an extrovert kind of person, so you do like to, you know, yeah. make a scene. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but, okay, okay. but you, you're always talking, and bring, even, bring even, even, even when there's like no one around, you're like talking to yourself. <laughs> Do you consider that weird? No, I don't consider that weird, no. Yeah, talking about different, like me and you being on uh, completely different spectrums, that's also one thing I wanted to talk about because I'm really extroverted, like I said, I'm really social. You are. (laughs) After lockdown, you're going to see me in clubs, whereas you're kind of introverted, which is quite quite typical of an Asian girl. I say this because my sisters are the same, they're really introverted, Mm. they don't like going out at all. Whereas me, I'm always out in the clubs. Go, like I'm socializing, just stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a massive introvert. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna say I'm shy. I'm just like really quiet. It's just my nature. Can't yeah. help it. Yeah. It's really quiet. And um, yeah. I often, I, 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 when I speak and when I'm in a conversation, I'm often wondering like 
if people think I hate them for not speaking. Oh yeah. And that kind of like <laughs> makes me angry. It's not that I hate you. It's just that I don't speak much. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm much more of a listener than a talker. Yeah. Oh, you, you told me that. You told me that. And the, and the thing with me, I just like speaking. Like I'm an expressive guy, and I've always yeah. said this. So I just say anything I want that's on my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I said it to boss. Some I said I said it to my boss. I said it to uh, you know um my colleague the, the girl with glasses i don't want to mm. be mentioning names yeah uh, they know who they are like i i express myself once i i, I that's why I, that's why i feel like i can be myself you know that's why i love my job i can be myself in the office you know when we you're a client you need to you know withhold be more professional yeah but course, when we're in yeah. the office we we go wild i think you, you see yeah. how we how we act in the office that's why it allows it allows me to be myself that's what i love about my job that's good so yeah. how has this job affected you how how, how are you finding this job at the moment because you you remember, you worked upstairs now you, yeah, now you're downstairs this working job is with us. cool um like before yeah. my job um i didn't really speak much because yeah. i was in a room with my other uh, another colleague and yeah. we didn't really like talk I, I guess we're both on the quiet side yeah but I, I, now I, I i'm in a room him. full of like extroverts and you're yeah. always talking it's really it's really fun it's really fun yeah well that's one great thing about the about job you know you just gotta make it more fun because a job that's not fun yeah what's true. the point of working there in it mm-hmm. um th- let's go back to the upbringing part you, you said you grew up in stretchford and you, and yeah, you moved to Stetford, Pipe Hayes. um you know when you was growing up did you experience any racism any, yeah, as, as an asian kid yeah how I, was your experience with it do you want to so um it wasn't anything major but it was still you know sad uh, to experience it especially yeah. at a young age because Everything just more scary when you're young. Yeah. Like um, when I was in school, uh, a few of the older kids uh, would, like, let's say I'm walking by, yeah. they would say, "Huh, oh, chink," like that. Yeah, and that would be re- that would be about it in school. Like I wasn't physically bullied or yeah. anything. It was just, like, it was just because, mostly like name calling. Yeah, I feel like because you're a girl as well, it's they're not really gonna go hit you as because uh, you're a girl, like yeah. I said. So they would make like stupid comments and just run away yeah i don't know why they do that yeah. like, so with me growing up there was definitely you know the typical the typical oh go back to your country yeah you, yeah you, that. Stupid, stuff like that let me not say that word because i don't want to say that word anymore i've grown out of that word um but yeah i've i've experienced my fair share of racism as well but yeah like i said every experience in life builds you as, as a person because of that i feel like i got hella thick skin so whatever you say to me now i don't really care mm. so let's say even in in, in office room, i don't know if, you, if you're there when we do this but we we kind of ro- we low-key roast each other in, in office and then we, i don't i don't really care like i think that's a joke <laughs> even when like in my friendship groups when we roast each other i'm like i don't care but it doesn't bother me at all and then that's the mentality I, it, it gave me yeah the the personality <laughs> of not really giving a fuck you know just being that's me cool. like i don't really care what other people, other people think about me and then because like i said like you, you said as well growing up young you don't know how to react to those situations yeah, whereas now like, whereas like now growing up if if I, i'm not going up if if i'm walking down the street and a guy says something racist to me i'm i'm definitely gonna stand up to that if you're not my friend don't don't say those things to me if you're my friend and we we, we established that that's that's an okay joke that to make then i'm okay with it but let's say it's a completely stranger and, and he just comes up to me and say yo go back to your country but we're fighting that's that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that's yeah yeah, and you go to the gym and you're hench, so you can Whoa. punch it. <laughs> but if I were to try to start a fight, I'll get battered. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get it's, not typ- <laughs> it's not typical for girls to fight, especially Chinese girls. Oh, true. I-, I haven't seen a Chinese girl in a fight. Uh, me neither, no. I say this because um, g- growing up in my secondary school, 
the one of the most ridiculous fights I've seen was between four four girls. Bro, oh my god. Pulling each other's hair and stuff. Bro, that shit was crazy. They, they had to call the police. No way. Everyone did. For a school fight. Bro, like basically, I don't know how it started, but we, we was in class and then I think we was, and the two girls going back and forth and then they was like, yeah, meet me after school. And then they called up, called, called each other's friends. Obviously, we we knew what was going on in there because we was in the same class. And then all me and my friends was like, yo, we're going to go watch this. Mm-hmm. We all went there. Bearing that it was like a group of 50 kids. Just uh, yes. four girls, four four main fighters, fifty kids. We watched it. Oh my god, that fight was so wild! It was in like a secluded neighborhood because obviously you can't fight on school grounds. You get in trouble. Mm. Oh, so they went outside. Too yeah, far. we went outside, and like, then that maybe shit. In the that, back of Lidl or something. Yeah, that shit <laughs> worked. No, it was a neighborhood. It was a secluded neighborhood. Oh. That shit was so wild that it was like fifteen minutes away from school. It was a fifteen okay. minute walk away from school. But the school still found out somehow because there's so many the people. The word gets there. around. Yeah, and then the police came of that. Like, well, we dipping like me and my group, my, my friendship group. We just ran, but we ran off. That shit was so wild. <laughs> yeah. And then okay, um, okay, let's let's move on to the next uh, subject now. So, yeah. um, friendship groups. How's your friendship group like? Yeah. Uh, we think, were tight. Yeah. Uh, four of us back in school. Mm-hmm. Um, we were we were so close with one another, and yeah. uh, we weren't considered like. The, the popular group yeah but we were like pretty chilled and we just like laughed a lot and do you still speak to these friends of no, yours or? no we're not in contact anymore oh, unfortunately that's, that's and i think shame. one of the main reasons why uh i'm not in contact with them because um when we became older teenagers like 16 and 18 yeah they went out clubbing a lot well, how come be- you don't go club- clubbing then? because my parents didn't allow me so, oh, so they were still kind of Still had a bit of I mean, yeah, there's still, still like, have had some. I still had some restrictions. Like, yeah. you can't go out clubbing. You can't stay out too late. Blah, crazy, blah, blah. And because I didn't go out clubbing with them, I guess that kind of like isolated me in a way. Yeah. Because I'm not doing the things that they do. Yeah. So and I guess that's that's the one of the main reasons why we grew apart because yeah. their hobbies are different. Were different to mine. Yeah. So, so how about your friendship groups now then? How, how are they like? Hmm? Your friendship groups now? Uh, I don't really have like a friendship group now. I have close friends, yeah. but not like as a group. And um, one of my closest friends, she lives in Manchester. Oh, the, oh that one? Yeah. <laughs> it, would you even consider that a, a, a friend? Well, yeah, I guess they are friends. Close, you, close, close friend. You, because you she's barely, my, she's my cousin's cousin and we've been speaking. Oh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been speaking. Um, since since we were like little kids and yeah. we text every day and back then when msn was big we used to we used to like msn each other every yeah. day and stuff then technically your your cousin cousin that's family friends then that's yeah kind of family. I, I, would, I would say so yeah yeah but she's a close friend um to me in real life yeah and she, i think she'll be listening to this so good good <laughs> help, help me advertise help me advertise my podcast channel yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, talking about friendship groups, I wanted to talk about friendship groups with you because um, obviously, like I said, growing up Asian, mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of Asian friends and not a lot of white friends, whereas you're completely different. You're, yeah, you're, back, you're the typical yeah, Asian girl school. that has a lot of white friends, not a yeah. lot of Asian friends. So yeah. I just want to 
discuss that with you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how how yeah. how is that? Like? Why 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 do you think you don't have much Asian friends then? Which is, because uh, I've I've never been really been in like an opportunity to meet a lot of Asian people apart yeah. from Chinese school. Yeah. But I dropped out early, so oh, I like see, I, I didn't see. really make any friends from there. Yeah. And I was very quiet in Chinese school, so I, I didn't really have anyone to hang around with. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and back, uh, the school that I went to, it was predominantly um, white people. Yeah. So white people was the kind of group that I mostly uh, um, socialized with. Yeah. Not a lot of Chinese people at all. In fact, in my year, I think in my year, I was the only Chinese kid. Oh yeah, talking about that. So in primary school, me and my my siblings was the only Chinese Chinese how about Asian how about East Asian uh, um, pupils in in the school, mm-hmm. which was I won't say rare because that's that's really typical to be honest. There wasn't much Asian East Asian uh, people people in, in my primary school. When I went to secondary school, it, there was another East Asian guy, but there was only two in in our year group. Yeah. Bearing in mind, yes, when, once you go to year seven, one year can have like a couple hundred people depending on the side of side of the school. Mm-hmm. There was only two Asian. Asian uh, people in that school. Shout out to my boy if you're watching. Still, make, well, I don't, don't don't really talk to him no more. But like, if he's watching, I'm still, still cool with him. And then, yeah, I feel like I was definitely bullied in secondary school. I don't know if you uh, heard my other podcast, but I was definitely bullied in secondary school. But I, I won't say I won't say it was because of my race. It was because of the way I, my, of my upbringing. I was a really cocky kid. I think you can still kind of sense of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't think I always say I'm cocky now, but I'm really def- I, I still have the confidence because what I what I say confidence and cockiness they go hands in hand. Overconfidence leads to cockiness. So back when I was younger, I, I didn't know how to control control my confidence. So I was overconfident, which led to cockiness, which led to a lot of people, well not a lot of people, uh, some uh, led to me getting bullied. But obviously, I once I hit year nine, I, I realized that I couldn't proceed further going mm. this way. So that's when I, I made peace with my bullies and I'm, I'm cool with them now. So I, wow. I, I, st- I, but I still talk to some of them. Still that's got cool. my, still, still got their Instagram, Snapchat. Shout out to them if they're watching this. I don't know why you're bullying me, man. Why you do that for, fam? It was playful character development, though. I can't lie. So shout out, <laughs> shout out to you, man, anyways. But yeah, it, it made me the person I am today. So I'm really grateful for that. So yeah, that's, and then my friendship group, I think it's because of the activities that I do. That's so a basketball. Mm. I met a, a man, Asian guy in basketball. And then the same, same thing. Like, like I said, my mentality, my, uh, I always wanted to be the best. So it's a funny story. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. So I was watching Kuroko no Basket. I don't know if you watch anime. Uh, I wouldn't, I watch anime, but not that one. Yeah. So it, it was a basketball anime. And at the time, we was they was talking about it was the Aces arc, so where they talk about the best player Ayomina versus Kise versus uh, Kagami shit like that. And then obviously, uh, um, when I when I joined a basketball club, there was this other Asian kid at the basketball club. And then my 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 cockiness just kicked in. I was like, another Asian kid. Competition. I want, huh? Yeah, it was competition. I was like, I need to yeah. be better than this Asian kid. And then somehow we, we became friends. I'm still talking to him now. So shout out to my bro. So, so he's like my bro now. Isn't it? So shout out to him. He's definitely going to be listening. And then obviously with him, we expanded our friendship group. So our, my friendship group is mainly just Asian now. Mm-hmm. And then obviously with the work that I went in, the, the, the work that I did, because I worked in an Asian restaurant. And then what else? Like karaoke clubs, like socializing, like, like I said, so with karaoke, it's mostly going to be Asian people at karaoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's how I made so much Asian friends. And then 
like I said, I don't think much white people go karaoke and stuff like that. Do you That's really a- enjoy karaoke? Do you yeah. sing yourself? Or are you like yes. one of those chilling in the back? I sing. I do sing. <laughs> Clearly, you don't follow my Instagram then, but uh, let me I ask you. I didn't even know you had Instagram. <laughs> uh, I didn't want cla- to clarify that bit. But uh, yeah, I definitely sing. I love singing. Quite t- are you good though? You, you have to find out by yourself. You might need to search me up and find out yourself, but let me not just say too much about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what I realised with my parents now, they was really strict. Like growing up, they was really strict with me, actually. And then somehow as I grew up, grew up I think they became more, become more westernised, they, they become more chill. Oh. I say this because, uh, what, like I said, my life was literally bang, 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 bang. Study, 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 study. As soon as I hit 15, 16... I went into work straight away. They wanted me to work straight away. Whereas, like, now, my sisters, they're, like, 17, 16 now. And I think the legal working age in in the UK is uh, 15, 16. So as soon as I hit that age, I was working. Whereas my sisters, they're, like, 16, 17 now. They're still not working. They're chilling at home. Is it because they're female as well? Maybe, maybe. That's why I wanted to ask you your perspective on stuff. So with your brother, when once it, how, what age did he get his first job? And what age did you uh, get your first job? To be honest, I'm not even... I'm not actually that close with my brother. Like, not, we live in the same house. Yeah. And his bedroom's next to mine. But we're not actually that close. And a lot of yeah. people find it quite shocking that I don't really talk to my brother. Yeah. I will say it's shocking, but... The fact that you don't, you and your brother don't have sibling wars. No, like me and my we, sisters. We don't talk oh to each God, other, so there's no crazy. war. <laughs> me and my sisters at home, it's crazy, bro. I get bullied, <laughs> but let me not speak. Oh, bless you. <laughs> yeah. So, like say, like I said, my responsibilities as an Asian kid growing up, even even when I was young. So I think I sp- I told you this when uh, a bit earlier. I was doing translation works. Uh, for from as young as I remember, man. So my dad's car now, his Lexus. Um, I was only in year seven. I remember specifically because he got it in two thousand. I forgot two thousand thirteen. He got uh, so I wasn't in. I, I was how old was I? Thirteen, fourteen. I had to do all, all the translation work for my parent, for my yeah. dad when he when he got a car. And then, did you have to like Google lots of terms and stuff? No, no. Know. There was a lot of terms that they mentioned that I didn't. I had no clue what the hell it was. So my dad was like, "Before we go, ask about the warranty period." The 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 um. Actually, I knew what warranty period was. It was ask about the MOT, ask about the road tax, ask about the insurance terms, any insurance covering. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? I'm I'm, I'm only four yeah. thirteen, dad. So obviously, don't get me wrong. Like. So nervous in your shoes. Yeah, so don't, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I'm grateful for everything my parents did for me because it allowed me, it prepped yeah. me up for for who I am today. And it, like today, like yeah. even for for our job roles now. So let's say you, anyone, any of our colleagues, just say, Jace, do this, do this. I get that shit done straight away. Is because the way my dad raised me. And then even let's say uh, Easter holidays, summer holidays. Every I remember every Tuesday and Friday, my dad used to do a, a delivery job for um the big. Uh, Asian restaurants in, uh, in in the UK. Let me not don't want to disclose it. I don't know if I've got permission to disclose which restaurant it is, but it's really popular. So it's there's one in Chinatown, there's one in Albury. There were there was one in Albury. There was one in Neechals. There was what there's some in Wolverhampton, Coventry, etc. My dad had to do delivery drops to their like food delivery drops to to the location because he he did wholesale stuff for the for the um restaurants. Like I said, every Tuesday and Friday. 
on let's say summer holidays, Easter holidays, uh, yeah, holidays, etc. I remember my friends going out, say, "Yo, are we going this, this, this on this on Friday, Saturday?" And then I, I was like, "I can't go. I need to go work for my dad at a young yeah. age." Uh, bear in mind, I was illegal to work. So guess what they did? <laughs> they they said, "Oh wait, we're not paying you. It's just your pocket money." So they, they used the legal loophole to make <laughs> me work for twenty pounds a day. What the hell was my dad doing? Child labor. I know, man. That's that's just illegal, dad. What were you doing? But anyways, yeah. So when you told me about your upbringing, about your responsibilities, mm-hmm. I was I was definitely quite shocked. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people would be. Yeah. I, I like I'm very lucky I'm, and I'm very grateful for my parents yeah. and what they do for me. Yeah, and then um, so you you studied design, right? So that's why that's I your, studied that was graphic your design job. at university. Yeah. yeah. So let's say your future job. What what do you want to be in the future? Hmm. I like to. I don't. I don't really know. Um. I like to work oh. in design. Yeah. Uh, something related to my uni course yeah. just anything to do with design I'm, I'm yeah and did, did your parents give you approval because like like i said design is not a typical asian course to choose it's normally law medicine business etc just my like, parents were like just do whatever you enjoy and um supportive man so supportive. yeah and my mom and my mom does have a creative side as well because she yeah. she used to work as a fashion designer back in like the yeah. 80s yeah so i think she's she's more than okay for me to go into an art course yeah um but yeah they're, they're like just do whatever you want so they're allowed as you long as you're not doing drugs, drugs which let me not speak did you do any drugs do you want to disclose do you want to disclose that no I will okay not let's not talk about you. that let's not talk about <laughs> that um yeah so talking about your jobs and your future mm-hmm. what aspirations do you have that you want to achieve i think i feel like your parents are really supportive so they will definitely support you yeah they're like do whatever we'll support you um yeah what aspirations do i have yeah because hmm. this is a point that i want to talk about in regards to what i wanted to do and what my parents did to, to step in to stop me from doing but i yeah. want to see your perspective on this before i, I speak about what what happened to me so what aspirations do I have? I thought I'm like I'm so like carefree. I'm just like floating through life because that's yeah. all I've ever done. Yeah. And um, even now I'm just like, uh, I just do. I I just go with the flow. Yeah. You know? I go wherever calls me to go. So where do you see yourself in ten years? Uh, where do I see myself in ten years? Uh, hopefully, I would have bought my own house. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, of okay. course. And probably working in um in a job where I am in charge and maybe like supervise yeah. or manage something like a team. Yeah, you can do that here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about my situation with my aspirations and what I wanted to do. Um, if if you don't know, I think some of my friends know about this, but after secondary school. I was meant to go into a sports college, so basically I, I won't call it a, and what's it called? Basically, I was offered a place in a sports academy to to play basketball. Was it a, spon- was it a scholarship? It wasn't a scholarship. I wasn't that good, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I was offered a place to play um, in a sports academy to play basketball. Um, I think some of my boys know about the situation. Um, I was definitely gonna go, so but then that's when my dad stepped in and 
hit me with the you're only five foot blah 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 let me not disclose my height but i'm only five foot blah 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 you oh, really think me. yeah you really think you're gonna make it pro in basketball even if you did uh well if you get injured i don't want you doing any sports academy shit go go study your finance in 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 this college so that's where i went uh, i had to go choose another college is it like that, your brain is your muscle like yeah of. typical asian thing so i was forced to go to a college that my dad wanted me to go me to go Aww. like i said i'm uh, everything that happens in life i feel like it's a lesson or a blessing it it, it teaches you something and I'm, I'm not i don't regret doing that so i went to the college that my dad told me to go and then yeah, yeah so it le- led me up to, to this, this point now mm-hmm. and then even for uni so i wasn't meant to go into uni i was meant to do an apprenticeship but as soon as my dad heard that he was like no i want you to get your degree typical asian thing he's he wanted me to get my degree therefore i applied for um the three major unis in birmingham bcu uh ulb and aston simply because i was lazy i didn't want to travel and then I, that's how i got my degree yeah let me not speak does he ever brag about you to his like friends? no he doesn't i don't i don't think he does he doesn't brag in front in front of me i don't know if he brags about me behind my back but he definitely brag. Well, my, my mom definitely brags about other kids. It's like, look at, look at, blah blah blah. They got another A. How? What did you get? I was like, D- claim, claim him to be your child. Then, then, then. Yeah, but I, I feel like my, my parents are definitely quite chilled now. They, they don't, they're not, they're not as competitive as before. Yeah, times so, have changed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Settled, like more settled down. Like yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um. So yeah. So even with you with a uni like i said i was meant to do a, a banking apprenticeship which my, my dad didn't want me to do so that's how i got into my uni and even after uni man let, let me talk about after uni after uni i was like like i said my friends they they took gap years took a gap year to take a break yeah. whereas my life was just literally bang 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 straight your parents would have never allowed you to take a gap yeah year, right? so once i finished uni i said to my dad dad i want to take a year you take a year off before i do any full-time job because i finally studied finished my studies as soon as i said that the third well, i think the second or third day he found me a job and i'm here now so don't get me wrong though i'm grateful for this job because i love this job like i said first thing is i love my i love this job second thing is because this year we we're in lockdown so if i was to take a year off i probably would have been just sitting at home as well so it, it, it's a blessing in this guy so in a way so that's what i'm really grateful for uh yeah so that's just how i i see life in it i go with the flow enjoy life uh how about you go with the flow enjoy life yeah but like uh, i guess with my life i don't probably have less like plans as you do because yeah. your life has always been made up of you're gonna do this you're gonna do, do yeah, that yeah yeah and your father kind of like influenced played me a role in, a way. in that yeah. yeah uh yeah is there any other questions you want to ask me about or we're gonna wrap this up now hmm. do i have any questions uh, could be anything are you looking forward to going back to the clubs after when covid ends Come and everything settles down <laughs> that's all you're gonna see me every friday night <laughs> After work, I'm gonna be like, bye guys, you're not gonna see me till Monday. Boss is gonna be like, I want you in Saturday. Okay, I come in, can I come in at 3 o'clock, bro? I probably won't wake up till 2 o'clock tomorrow. Party boy. But yeah, I'll, I'll probably be in the clubs. How about you? Will, will you? Will I see you in the clubs? Maybe or... like once every two months or something. 
Okay, no worries. Uh, and yeah. if I do get clubs, uh, if I do get clubbing, I like to go to the clubs where it's full of old people because that's old where, people. Yeah, because that's where they play like nineties songs, like Britney Spears and like and Well, I see you in Cream. Um, I don't know. I've been to Cream once. How 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 did you think about Cream? Well, they played a lot of K-pop mm-hmm. and um. Uh, K-pop's okay. That's what pop. That's what that's what's popular right now, isn't it? So, yeah, it's what it's what's what is popular and it's yeah. what most like little kids listen to nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. Like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really like vibe to the music because I could, I could yeah. still dance to it. Yeah. But mm, not really my kind of okay. musical scene. Okay. No worries. No worries. Uh, yeah. I feel like we. It's time for us to wrap this up. Is there any final message you want to give to the audience? Have a nice day, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm sorry, it's a bit quiet. That's no. how I am. I'm an introvert, so no worries. Yeah. I'll I'll carry the flow. I'll carry the flow. <laughs> uh, my final message to the people is: um, any advice I can give to you? Peace out. Yeah, peace out. I guess. Thanks for listening. Uh, stay tuned stay for the cool. next. Stay cool. Right, peace.